Hi, and welcome to another edition of Podcast Open Mic. And I'm speaking with uh, Jen Ayers um, uh, from Seattle. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you. And as as I said before, you look much better on Zoom than I do. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so tell me a bit about yourself, please. I am uh, a singer and uh, songwriter, pianist, based out of Seattle, Washington. And I've played with numerous bands, still play with numerous bands. And I've dabbled um, in some performance at the circus here in the Northwest as well. And I'm a mom and I am a wife. And um, and I also teach piano and coach vocals. Oh, great. Now, yeah. were you doing that uh, on Zoom during the pandemic? Yes, I did a lot of Zoom teaching during the pandemic. And I still do some Zoom teaching. I ended up getting some students. I have students in Europe now. <laughs> I have students in North Seattle that don't want to beat the traffic and come to where I live in South Seattle. And, um, and it's, you know, there's been some little blessings in there with the switch to Zoom and having to figure out how to kind of adjust and teach differently to cope with the weird audio <laughs> issues mm -hmm. that Zoom um, causes. But yeah, in some ways it's really helped to expand the reach. Well, great. Well, you have written a rock opera. Yeah. Yes, that's what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of cool because I'm. A, it is kind of cool. I'm a big fan of like The Wall, and um, I'm a Kinks fan, so I love his, uh, you know, Preservation Act One and Two, and yeah, of course, Tommy and Quadrophenia. Sure, of course. So tell me about yours. So I began working on this project about eight years ago. My partner uh, came to the realization that they were trans and we'd been married for many years and did music together and, um, you know, love of my life. And I began writing songs to cope, to answer questions, <laughs> to um, get emotions out to, uh, you know, everything. It was my therapy, I guess. And, um, a and then we were on this, you know, kind of catapulted onto this journey uh, because my partner was changing as partners do. <laughs> we just have our own unique story about learning to work within a partnership, continue to work within that partnership and, compromise and individuate and um you know all the things we humans do if we've if we're committed to something or someone and and uh, the landscape changes so i began writing songs and then um a friend of mine who was a fan of of some of my prior work said you know you've got a quite a story here and started to write, kind of fill in the gaps between the music and and what and the other things that were going on. 
And what developed was, uh, well, monologue, storytelling with music kind of weaving um, weaving through it. And a dear friend of mine, uh, Mark Kennison, uh, uh, who's uh, also known as Waxy Moon, pretty celebrated Seattle-based boylesque performer and Juilliard trained dancer and actor, met with us like, well, maybe five years ago. And I played the songs for Mark and I told the stories and I said, what do I, what do I have here? And Mark said, well, I, I think you have a one woman show. I think... I think I'm moved by the stories and the music and, and that's what you've got. So we were really close to kind of getting this thing workshopped and off its feet. And then the pandemic happened. And so I switched gears and uh, called up Jeff Fielder, who's a, an amazing uh, musician, multi-instrumentalist and, and, quiet producer here in Seattle. And we began recording the record, which ended up being really great and the right order to do things. I think I might've jumped ahead and done my stage show if it hadn't been for that pandemic. And I'm really glad I didn't. Uh, I was able to have the kind of recording experience I've never had before. I've recorded a lot of albums, but it was always like, you know, go in the studio and record it in a week. Mm -hmm. And um, this afforded us a lot of time. I mean, we worked weekly for months. We started here, right here at this piano. And Jeff brought over um, kind of remote recording equipment. We mic'd the piano and did a scratch vocal. And I laid down the... Uh, the basic tracks for all 16 songs here in my house. And then we moved to Jeff's and layered and Jeff worked his magic. And we brought in a lot of our musician friends to add little bits here and there. And the process of having the songs come to life in that way, then further informed my script. And then Mark Kennison came on to be my performance partner. And I hired this really amazing live band. And then my director, who also Daryl Connors, who was my dramaturg this whole time, you know, the friend that came over every week and said, you need to tell the story. Let's tell this story is a wizard at video and projections. And so we've created this sort of multimedia live band meets the moth story hour meets one woman show. And it's all happening soon here in October. Oh, it's very exciting. It so, is very exciting. Uh, I guess exciting. my question is, is it, is it uh, just you as uh, the vocalist? Is it, Yes, Are there I am other the main characters vocalist. involved. Yes, yeah, so I'm the main vocalist and storyteller, and Mark Kennison is my uh, we, my performance partner, so to speak, who is uh, whose role his role in the production we call him fluidity. He's sort of this wise, mischievous narrator who often has little nuggets of wisdom for me, and I have this incredible live band with Seattle-based artists. Um, who, who are also contributing uh, backup vocals. Um, and then we'll have some projections as well that help support the storytelling. Oh, great. And um, 
So is the album complete? The album is complete. It is. The first uh, single came out last month, Whistleblower. And my fabulous animator, who's also doing all the projections for the show uh, or working on the animation for those projections, uh, and Tristan Fair Fairchalk and then Daryl Connors as well, made a great music video for it. And the second single, Runaway, my partner Graham is the lead vocalist on that one, comes out next week. And then the album releases September 9th. So do you think uh, the the on air, uh, the on stage uh, sound will be similar to the record or will it take on its own personality? It is very much uh, going to sound like the album, although uh, what's really great about this uh, band that I've put together um, is that we want it to feel uh, we want, it, we want it to have that live kind of rock band um, experience as well. So it is staying very true to the important pieces of the album, but it's also hopefully, you know, each person that's going to be playing live is bringing their, you know, their best and their creativity and their contribution to it. So I, I think it'll kind of take on its own life as well as a mm -hmm. live entity, but preserving the best parts of the recorded songs. So that's the goal. Great. Well, I can't help but notice you're sitting next to a piano. I am. Would you like to favor us? I would love to play for you. Great. So what are we going to hear? So this song is called The Rains. And I've got a squeaky piano bench. Apologies. I'll try not to move too much. <laughs>
Now, your piano playing seems effortless. How long have you been playing piano? Since I was five. Ah. Yeah, I, my parents bought a, a used upright piano, and one morning my mom woke up to me playing the melody of Hello, Dolly. Oh, wow. And signed me up for piano lessons. So it's just part of you. It is just part of me. It is. So uh, was it hard uh, um, putting together the uh, the songs into a uh, uh, into a rock opera, I guess, into a story? No, it's interesting. You know the the song. Some of the songs. Um, some of the songs like a couple of like the one of them in particular that I'm thinking about that I wrote kind of right after my partner came out, which was just me doing almost like a stream of consciousness, like asking questions and you know, what, what is happening? And my, my world is a little off kilter for a moment. And uh, it feels very much like um, as if a, you know, in a, in a theatrical presentation where, uh, the song and, and the lyrics to the song and what's being sung is telling the story. And then there's others where maybe I'm reflecting on a story. The audience has just been told and you're maybe getting additional information about that, that moment in time, but you're also getting um, emotion. You know, you're translating that. So I think we're using the storytelling and the music to kind of do both. And um, it's interesting. I, I wrote this music through the different parts of maybe our collective journey. So then as a whole, they really did tell the story. Um, but what I guess I'm using the, the theatrical part for is kind of filling in the gaps in some of the meat and also being able to add the humor because in any, you know, my experience and any like life experience that we live through that's, that feels monumental, my approach to kind of getting through life and even those hard times is finding the humor, you know, finding those moments where we connect or where we laugh. Even some of the most tragic stories can have that element to it. And I think that that's you know, I've really tried to bring that to the storytelling for the for the show. Um, so there's like a wide range of experience and emotion and feeling. And humor is a big part of that, which in my songs, I don't know if the humor is shining through in the songs, but it, you know, they are in the storytelling and in the monologues. Mm -hmm. um, just personally, myself, I have uh, someone who's transgender in my family. And I know a couple of people from the radio station I'm involved with um, that are transgender. And I, I really can't imagine something more difficult. Um, it, it must be very, I mean, you know, the world we live in and uh, acceptance and uh, yeah. it, it, must, it must be very difficult. And um, I, I admire people who... We're brave enough to, uh, you know, make sure you take yeah. that home. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. Yeah, to be authentically oneself. And, exactly. Yeah. And and then, um, you know, and to love. 
you know, <laughs> and, and to, um, yeah, I mean, and in anyone's journey and anyone's human journey, I think that, you know, we're constantly evolving and we're changing and our truth changes sometimes. And if we're partnered, um, that then there's another person that comes along with us or doesn't come along with us. Right. And I think that, um, those are universal themes too. Right. Mm -hmm. Great. So, um, how many members are in the band are there? They're performing on stage. Yeah. So, uh, it's myself and then five others. So got Kathy Moore on uh, guitar, fabulous Kathy Moore, Melissa Montalto. This is such a lovely band. Melissa Montalto on keys, also on vocals, Rebecca Young, all these rock stars on bass, uh, the amazing Jeff Redding on drums and the wonderful RL Hire also on guitar, kind of acting as band leader for us. So five of them and me. So six person band. Ah. And so tell me what would what would people see uh, visually on the on the uh, projections? Yeah, so the one of the main uh, characters of the show is the grand piano that'll be kind of front and center on the stage because that's sort of the world that I lived in or live in, right? <laughs> of where these songs were born. And um, stage right will be, um, it's very simple staging, but a couch that represents sort of life at home. Does this journey kind of will take an audience through my sort of psychic world, but then also my external world because I'm a performer. So as performers and artists, you know, we live our life and then we go out on the stage and we perform taking those things from our life. And so what the audience will see is a glimpse into my more private internal world where I work shit out on the piano and then, and then there will be moments where there is huge performance because that's what that's what I do. Um, the band will be um, kind of in a circle behind me and around the piano. Um, Mark Kennison's character, Fluidity, will have a perch upon which he observes everything that's going on and comes into the action and interacts with me and then moves out. And then there will be um, a large screen um, that where we will at times have projections, whether they be um, the voices of others talking down at me or projections that help elevate um, the musical interludes, you know, i.e. the wall, as you brought up before, um, mm -hmm. also a big um, inspiration of mine. So, um, yeah exciting to talk about it yeah, great. <laughs> uh, would you like to do another song another song sure oh please do yeah yeah i'd love to this one's called whistleblower so this song this is the first single off the album that just released in july
So uh, where is She Said available? And by the way, She Said is capital S, capital H, E, Said. Yes, uh, She Said. Um, available now, pre-order on Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah, and on all the streaming platforms eventually, at, you know, September 9th. Whistleblower's already out there. If you pre-order the album um, on Bandcamp, you can get Whistleblower right now. Will there be physical well, copies? Yes, on vinyl and CD. The vinyl's mm. also available for pre-order right now. And, um, yep. So vinyl, CD, and digital. Great. And um, any so um, so where is she said uh, being performed? At the Broadway Performance Hall in Seattle, uh, Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. So it's a three hundred person venue of the really wonderful stage, and um, got a really talented group of people on my design team um, who I'm so lucky to be working with. Um, and um, yeah, I think it's going to sound great. It's going to look great. <laughs> Got everything kind of dialed in. And Do you hope to take it on that. tour one day? Yeah, so the plan is, you know, we're doing this four-night run um, at Broadway Performance Hall, October 6, 7, 8, 9. Tickets are already on sale and selling, which is exciting. And I think, you know, the hope is we've been talking to some, already to some venues in New York and L.A. And the hope is that um, it will be well-received and the plan next would be to tour it. Great. Well, if you come to Portland, Maine... Uh, please drop by. I'd love to have you. That would be you. great. You know, I did a lot of touring and I've been to almost every state in this country, but the only states I have not been to are Maine and Alaska. Ah. So I'm due for a visit. Absolutely. I'd love to have you. Well, Zoom has given me a warning that time is almost up. Okay. I to thank you so much for, uh, for reaching out and, uh, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So, um, and if you have uh, something you want to share, please get in touch with me uh, at podcast open mic. That's M-I-C at gmail.com. I'm Lorenzo, and we'll talk again soon.